You're listening to the Good News Gurus podcast, produced by the number one positive news website, Good News Network, sharing awe-inspiring stories from around the world and ruminations on how to be good and do good. Now, here's the show. Hey, everyone. This is Jerry, founder of the Good News Network. I'm here with a new format for a podcast, and I'm, we're really excited. It seems like it's perfect timing. My normal podcast with the Good News Guru segment from the radio show in L.A. with Ellen has now been postponed or canceled indefinitely because of the virus. So we had already planned, we meaning my partner, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Hey, isn't it interesting that we just planned to launch this thing this week? Um, and now it just seems like the perfect time. It's an, you know, it is. I mean, the fact that you and I both independent of each other felt that it was a time, it was time to start this again. And then, yeah, with the cancellation of your show with Ellen, I think it's time that we just, we share what, what's on our mind and hopefully we could, and, you know, I think if we go with what we said on the phone is this is for us to inspire ourselves daily. And then hopefully we're able to inspire other people by listening to this. Well, yeah, what came to me is I really want to help people to live a good news lifestyle, have a good news philosophy in their day. And with this virus thing happening, it couldn't come at a better time. Um, I don't mean to stick your head in the sand and ignore news headlines, not at all. Um, but we can be selective sifters about what we're focusing on. And it will help us mentally, emotionally to get through um, some tough times. I know my friend last night was so upset that a bunch of events were canceled this weekend for him that were uh, both fun and uh, he's a DJ. <laughs> so money making as well. But um, we, we can get through this um, with a little focus on the positive. Yeah. That's right. I mean, there's there's a lot of truth between, you know, the law of attraction, right? It's what yeah. you put in your mind, what you put in your ears, or what you're hearing, what you're saying. Well, it goes back to every every um, philosophy since the Greeks and before that, Confucius. They they all talk about how what you focus on um, determines your world. So let's get into it. Let's let's talk about some good news, shall we? Well. Yeah, I think before I think before that, I think we should be a little bit I, I want to just open up, you know, go dive deeper into the conversation yeah. that you and I had, because I think it's important. I wish we had uh, recorded it because, you know, you've been running this company, founded it 23 years ago, mm -hmm. 1997. I've only been a, your partner for you know three going on three, four years. And and I and I when I called you, it was it's because I was like, why did I reach out to you? It's because back then. I, I Googled good news, which millions of people do, and I found your site. And I said, where has this been my whole life? I needed this at a time where my Facebook feed was filled with Hillary and Trump negative. I think mean, everyone was just battling each other. And I was so sick of it. And I wanted to just go and share some good news with people. And so, you know, back then we did it on Facebook Live and it was sort of just completely impromptu. And, and now years later, you know, with what's going on in the world, I found myself even though I'm surrounded by positivity, but with Good News Network and some amazing, inspirational people that are around the world that are my partners. And 
at the same time, I was like, why am I feeling so negative? Like I feel the, I don't know if it's because I'm an empath, but I'm feeling this. And I just went, started reading the articles on Good News Network and I started literally feeling better. And I said, Jerry, like we have to do this. We have to get out and share our opinions, our thoughts. Um, and you were like, I've been thinking about that too. So it was just like this crazy timing of, of doing this for ourselves. And I think that's the most important thing is if you can do something, if you can serve yourself and others daily of good, you've lived a life worth living, especially what's going on right now. So anyway, that's, I just wanted to dive a little deeper of why we're doing this. I mean, it's, it's really because people can go on Good News Network and read the articles, but this is a great, hopefully a great fun way to bring them to life a little bit. Yeah. And I really want to, talk to people. Eventually, we're going to be talking to people. We're going to get people, fans or other people to um, talk with us. We have a nice software set up. And and so we're going to be asking our fans if they want to talk to um, contact us. So more about that later. But I just I did. I got an email this morning from Teresa um, saying. Uh, we just she says, I just put in a Bing search, give me some good news, and your site popped up right away. And she said she, during this time especially, we need to read good news, so thank you again. I think that's right. We always say we're number one on Google. We should say we're number one on Bing as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is also a true fact. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. I love that. I think and that's really tell yeah. And tell us, tell us about, what was it, Abu, Abu Dhabi? Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was talking to the guy out in Abu Dhabi, I said, could you do me a favor and just search good news? And uh, I, I assume I think he was using Google and he was like, oh, my gosh, it's it's number one in Abu Dhabi. So the <laughs> SEO is pretty powerful, even with a different uh, letter system, right? Not That's the right. Western. Isn't that funny? That's right. I loved right. it. Um, and I, I think the, the, the call in part is going to be really fun. I think using this this cool technology, I think it's going to be fun to mm-hmm. listen to fans and people that want to share some good news or maybe they want to be inspired, you know, talking to us and letting their thoughts out. And, and also I think over time we could interview some really cool people, you know, really inspiring people that um, they also want to be associated with good news. Yeah. So you ready now? Yeah. Let's dive in. Uh, Most exciting story this week. Uh, The whale one did really well. Yeah. I mean, that that story I thought was really cool because, um, you know, it's just I, I thought it was really interesting because Jean-Claude Van Damme, who, you know, working with, he he said to me the other day, he said, I really believe that if we save the whales, we'll save humanity. He didn't know and how he right had, he was. <laughs> he, he, I mean, or maybe he did because he goes, I'll go into that later. I think he may have. Oh. Uh, knew well, maybe more he than was he at, you know what? Maybe he was at the Davos the Davos in Switzerland, the uh, big, the big been. economic, uh, because at the economic um, event there recently, um, a professor of economics did a did a uh, presented a study that said that the our biggest ally in uh, fighting climate change is not the trees, although they're hu- it's a huge part of it, but the, our biggest ally are the whales and their feces. That's crazy. Do you want to go? So what, and what was that? He said, um, 
What is it about the feces? Because it's all well, the, uh, the, the krill, Well, right? apparently, no, it's um, phytoplankton, which are phytoplankton, on the top, right. which are on the top of the water, provide more oxygen in the air than trees. The several times, like twice as much as trees. And what feeds the phytoplankton are these huge creatures, these whales, and their feces, and their you know huge amount of poop that comes out. <laughs> it feeds the phytoplankton, and and the economists did a did a whole range of calculations to say that really, when if you want to take CO two out of the air. And we don't want to take it all out. Let me be clear, because some fans say we don't. We need CO two for the plants, but what we need is a balance. So right now, there's too much CO two in the air, carbon dioxide in the air. So um, to remove some of it, um, the economists came up with a figure that each whale is worth like two million dollars in. CO2 emissions control. Yeah, I thought the quote, I love this, that said at a minimum, even a 1% increase in the phytoplankton productivity thanks to whale activity would capture hundreds of millions of tons of additional CO2 a year, equivalent to the sudden appearance of 2 billion mature trees. I think that's a that's the stat that hit me the most. There you go. Yeah, and it hit and it hit the funders in the audience, too. If you don't know Davos, they have people who are wealthy that come there and they want to know what to invest in to help the planet. And afterward, this economist was swarmed by people with money who thought saving the whales. Yeah, that I want to put some money into. So that was super exciting this week. That's awesome. That was a great story. And these are the stories that, you know, with the help of GNN and and the fans who are listening and sharing it, it becomes just what can you do? And you can, you can share, you know, let the, let the world know it's important. And All right. other, and you're excited. Your most exciting story is about another disease. Well, I thought was you know, the timing of this is just, you know, I mean, I'm 44 years old and in my 44 years, I, I mean, I think Warren Buffett said in his 85 years, he hasn't seen anything like this. What we're going through together as a, as humanity is just, it's, it's, it's something that's going to hopefully change us for the good. And I think that's why you and I are doing this is that we need to understand that this could be good in, in, in order to look at stats of the past. And I, I thought this, in, I thought that the timing of the article about the last Ebola patient being discharged from treatment in, 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 in the, in the Congo was just a great, just great timing to hear that here is this, you know, massive, you know, uh, problem that the, uh, the Congo and certain parts of Africa were dealing with. And, and, and this patient was the last patient to be infected, um, with Ebola. And, um, I think that's, that's, that's unbelievably encouraging when we're all being sort of self quarantined and cause it may get a little bit more, uncomfortable before it gets comfortable and i think to see her coming out of that hospital and that article the timing of it just made me feel like okay you know what we'll get through this let's Did just you, buckle down how was the celebratory video they had oh it's just i mean you can feel the i think that the timing of what we're going through while you read that and watch that is just it's just different than if we were 
a year ago, six months, two months ago, you know, because it still wow, feels yeah. a little bit different, right? It feels not like, well, that's their, maybe that's their problem, not ours, even though yeah. I, you know, some of us, you know, but no matter how empathetic you are, it still feels far and distant. Mm-hmm. But when you're being self-quarantined or your schools are being shut down or you're told to work from home and you're going through, you know, you're worried about getting sick and people around you getting sick. And then you hear about this Ebola patient, the last, it's just the timing of it. I thought was, was serendipity. And I, and I love that article. And I thought it was inspiring for us to, to see light um, when we're mm-hmm. sort of in this darkness. Great. Let me let me pop in here with some news that was breaking yesterday that we put up on GNN this morning. Um, And that is that the uh, Center for Disease Control, the director, was in Congress and and he was in front of the Congress people. And one of the representatives got him to commit to free testing for anyone who needs it, regardless of insurance or anything like that, um, even ER stay. Um, so what this congresswoman did, her name is Katie Porter, she and two of her colleagues um, found a law, a statute that said that the CDC director has the, has the um, ability to to give free testing to anyone to control an epidemic. And so she got him to commit yesterday on Capitol Hill under oath that they would pay for testing. So that's great news. I think now the thing is it's how do we get enough tests? You know I mean? I think that's the issue in a lot of parts of this country is that there's just, it's one thing to have to pay for it. It's another thing just to be able to get tested. I think a lot of people are being turned down and told, sorry, you know, so Hopefully we get that under control soon. Um, yeah. So if but that uh, is good news. Yeah. Yeah. That is is. Good news. Yeah. All right. The most inspiring things this week. Well, you had one that I really liked. Yeah. It's from my, my old hometown in Virginia. Uh, a congressman was, Oh, you know what? I I did this for the Ellen show, the morning show, and it aired this morning, actually. Um, We're headed to Virginia where a politician won votes by helping out a man who sent him racist tweets. Rather than fight prejudice with self-righteousness, a Muslim politician who is running for a seat in Congress answered some deeply hurtful tweets with compassion, completely changing the dialogue. The anti-Muslim messages came from 66-year-old conservative named Oz Dillon. Dillon had been struggling to pay medical bills since his wife's expenses wiped out their retirement savings. And the Democrat, um, Kasim Rashid, saw it on his Twitter feed and donated money to the family's GoFundMe campaign and encouraged all of his community of uh, followers to do the same. And the influx of donations left... uh, the conservative Dylan in awe because when word spread, 20,000 bucks were raised. Um, and he, what he I know, isn't it? So he says, uh, so he tells, so he tweets at Rashid, Mr. Rashid, you humble me, sir, with your graciousness and surprisingly kind acts. You cannot imagine how uplifting it is. Given how I misspoke, 
Given how I have misspoken about you, I'm truly shocked that you have shared our plight with your supporters. And then he says, I must now reassess my opinion about you come November. But even better, he wrote on his GoFundMe campaign an update saying, an amazing week of eye and heart opening enlightenment that I used to have before 9-11. A Muslim who I had previously opposed politically just because of the word Muslim has opened my eyes that there are some good people in all walks of life. And then he, and then they visited, there's a picture of them smiling together as friends. And um, Mr. Rashid put a hashtag in there, which I thought was fabulous. Win their hearts. In there, and, 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 and he responded on our Facebook page, right? Yes, he did. He said, Thanks for thanks for sharing. But see, yeah. that's such a this is like again, people I think, loved it. People loved it on Facebook, they were just very inspired. People loved it, but I think you know, even our you know, one true fact, uh, it, it, you could call it a, a whatever fact you want, but when there is drama in the world, when there's something that's going on, we do see a spike in traffic because simply how I met you, we, people are Googling good news or inspiring news and they find us. And, and so again, this Tony Robbins, I, I had the fortunate uh, pleasure of going to his uh, 60th birthday party, which I know we promoted. And I, a lot of the people who were inspired from him, there's over 5,000 people there. And a lot of the message came to the saying that, you know, over the last 30 years, the one thing that resonates the most with what Tony says is that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And I just kept on. I've been repeating that mantra every day. And now more than ever, I'm saying like this, this coronavirus, this is this situation is happening for us. And it's up to us to learn from it. It's up to us to grow from it. It's up to us to to realize that this is an opportunity and I want to say I want to share another great uh, human being that I that that we're, we happen to know is Robin Sharma, and again, like just like people are coming to Good News Network, Jerry, in the millions of people a month are coming um, to be inspired by the articles that are being posted. I want to, you know we should shout back out to the people that we're also inspired by, you know. And Robin Sharma uh, last week or three days ago or something like that posted five rules to lead in tough times. And I just want to quickly read those. Cause again, this, this resonated with me really well. One, protect your hope by avoiding the news and reading wise books. I thought that was smart. You know, now of course we would say good news and he would too. <laughs> um, do not miss your 5am workout as it fireproofs your focus and reduces stress. That's, you know, make sure you get your workout in and you stay focused but the one here, this is the one, the number three that got me the most. Keep asking the WTOH question. What's the opportunity here? Mm-hmm. And that that question, that is what got me calling you, Jerry, and saying, Jerry, we need to do this. And you were like, I've been thinking about this too. It's because what's the opportunity here is not is not to capitalize on making money or whatever it is from the situation. It's it's what Tony Robbins saying is that life happens for you. So what's the opportunity here? What's the gift? What's the gift? Yeah. And so the gift is you and I connecting to amplify good, right? That's our goal. And you know, your mantra is you want people to live a good news life. And and you've been doing that, you and this team. So anyway, I, I thought that was those two um and I actually on a side note, I will say what was amazingly inspiring about Tony Robbins' birthday party is that it was all about supporting um, 
the organization OUR, Operation Underground Railroad, and they raised $18 million that night. No way, in, really? In, in that one room. Oh, my gosh. In one room. And Tony had said, you know, I think for years he'd been supporting it, but because this movie was coming out, he had hoped to raise $10 million that night to save over oh. 15,000 kids, but they raised over $18 million. It was amazing. Yeah, it's um saving children from sexual uh, exploitation. And yes. that's amazing, an amazing cause. All right. Thanks for that update. 18 million. Yeah. I should put that in my, uh, over 18 million. Facebook. actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So those, and then we have, um, you know, I thought the, 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 what do we call this? A, uh, inspiring story. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the most inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, again, this is all going back to if I read this a month ago, it would have been really it would have been a really inspiring story. But again, I think it it, it applies to what we're all going through right now. It was when it's the article about the Ohio schools offering yoga and mindfulness as an alternative to after school detention. I loved it because we hear more and more about this going on. Right. More schools around the country are adapting this mindfulness and yoga and they're seeing the 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 results and so i just felt like it was such an inspiring story to see the results that these kids are becoming more mindful they're becoming more calm meditations are are, are a proof that it works but again going back to what whoever's listening what we're going through right now we're going through our own sort of detention right we're all being <laughs> quarantined and you know, or we should be self-quarantining ourselves, you know. Uh, we're told not to be in crowds of over 100. We're told to – and there's a lot of anxiety with that, you know. And I'm going to the gym today. <laughs> you're going to the gym. Yes, I, I went to the gym yesterday, and I felt weird. And I will tell you, um, the only reason why I would tell you not to go to the gym is because I was watching a, a news report yesterday about this guy from China, and they were saying how Shanghai is now opening up its parks and restaurants and things are coming back to life. Because when they immediately quarantine everything, shut down movie theaters, gyms, and everything for that month, it helped kill the, you know, it helped stop. And he was like, mm. I'm just mind boggled how in the States people are still going to the gym and they're going to the movie theaters. And they're, anyway, so I started feeling guilty because I did go to the gym yesterday. Um, and- well, I know this doesn't mean much, but there's been no cases in Santa Barbara where I live. Yeah. Um, I think you just got to be safe and whatever. Well, I would, when, when I went last week, I wiped everything down all the time yeah. and I was so mindful about my face. And I don't know, now I know how many times I touch my face in an Isn't hour. Crazy? Like <laughs> dozens of times. It's crazy. I've so, never washed my hands more in my life. You know, in fact, I should carry um, eye drops because I'm always, I've always had itchy eyes my whole life. So uh, that's really hard for me. So if I did go to the gym, it would have to be, <laughs> to be. but yes, um, my, yoga we are, we're all, I love that. We're all in detention. Um, well, but yeah, like well, the, just... principal, the principal in Ohio said, um, detentions don't do anything. They, people re- resent being forced to sit there and they don't give you any alternatives. So now um, they're letting you go. And what they're teaching them is relaxing the body, sitting, relaxing every muscle in the body, being aware of your surroundings, Breathe. being aware of of this moment. And um, it's so it's not religious. It's so um, so as science tells, it's very beneficial for mental and emotional health. Oh, I would recommend breathing. Yeah. <laughs> breathing, deep breathing. I would recommend, you know, definitely 
You know, you say you haven't realized how much you've touched your face. Me too. I think That's I haven't realized how much I don't breathe. <laughs> oh God. Big, deep breaths. You know, when yeah. you start doing breathing exercises, you realize how you don't. Yeah. Yoga. Right? You don't get that. Yeah. So yeah, yoga really it, teaches that. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do yoga, like if you don't have chance to go to yoga or, but look, people are going to be, the reason why I love this article is like, we're all going to be binge watching, right? A lot of Netflix or prime, whatever you use. <laughs> Comedy. Comedy. That's comedy, what I look at. Comedy. Comedy. I think it's it's important whether you're with yourself, you're with your 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 loved one, or you're with your kid, whatever it is, there are great free places on the internet to get yoga, to get breathing exercises, oh. and just take this time because we're told to slow down. Right? Mm-hmm. Something like that's life the gift you're saying. That's the you're gift. saying that's the gift. Mm-hmm. We are forced to slow down. And so when you're given a gift like this, it's, it's so important to take advantage of it because pretty soon, God willing, just like in China, life is going to start getting busy again. Uh-huh. So let's take Very this good. collective opportunity to just slow down and, and use it as an opportunity to teach whoever we're around anyway. So okay. that's why I love that article. Excellent. So, okay. Uh, biggest breakthrough. That's our third category of news. Biggest breakthrough, Um, I'll start. We did an article, an update on the company Loop. So every time we put an article up on Facebook, our Facebook friends are so smart and smart Alex too, which I don't like, but they're smart. (laughs) (laughs) But whenever we put up an article about plastic recycling, people are, these complainers come out and they say, you know, it's not, we shouldn't. They have all kinds of reasons why recycling is not the answer that you need to eliminate the use, you know, the the creation of the plastics. Well, this company Loop has done it. And this month they are expanding into London and expanding into more of the U.S. They started off in Paris and New York. And what it is, is they've partnered with the biggest consumer brands to put the products into uh, containers that are, by the way, gorgeous. They're stainless steel. And so you use the product, say even, uh, and they also use polymers for uh, washable polymers for things like deodorant. So instead of throwing away the deodorant thing, when you're done with it, you just put it and you put your empty haagen container and you put your empty um, Tide detergent container in in a tote on your uh, doorstep truck comes gets it washes it re refills um you know you get someone else's containers because they've been refilled and sterilized and then you get the product so it's loop it's a loop there's no waste love it and they have over 300 products lots of brands l'oreal crest um, you know, just a, a dozens. There's an article we just put up uh, yesterday or the day before on GNN, which is, I thought, exciting. And it would look for the milkman because the concept is, remember, the milkman used to yeah. deliver the bottles, then pick up the empties and then deliver them again. So they're doing that with all our favorite products. And so, and isn't they it just. Say, they say mother, uh, necessity is a mother of invention, right? Yeah. We're overrun so with plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I love about these ingenious times. I mean, uh, when people are running and, and hiding, great minds come up with solutions. And, you know, and the guy who launched this is one of GNN's favorite 
CEOs going back to, he started this, he's now 38, goes back early 20s, started the company TerraCycle, which mm, which yeah. was created to take the worst, the things that are not recyclable. Like he, I remember, everybody remembers the Capri Sun, those, those yeah. um, envelope things that you drink juice out of. He started recycling those into umbrellas and tote bags and all this kind of thing. And he started Loop. So that man Let's get him on the show. a Nobel we Prize. Should him, we should get him on the show. Oh, he is just a hero for sure. Who would you want on the show? That's you know, that'd be cool. Maybe some uh, of our, our listeners know so and so. I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll have think, to about, think it. about it. You know, I, oh, it's funny. I I ran across this article. Thirty six questions to ask a new date. Like I'm single and I was I've been dating, you know. And uh, so there's uh -oh. a 36 questions to ask each other to, to promote like closeness. Okay. And there were so many questions like who of anyone would you want to come to dinner and who this or that. And I, I uh, inevitably that that kind of question, just like, I don't know. There's so many, how can you break it down? So I just felt that when you said, who would I want on? Like, Oh, Did you come up with an answer by the way, finally. No, no. And I haven't done it with anyone. I just, I just have the article sitting around, but who would I want to come to dinner is kind of like, who would I want on this podcast? I don't know. I, yeah, that's true. I like, uh, I like Dave Grohl, the singer of the Foo Fighters. He's a real innovative guy. Um, but I don't that's know. You know. He's an artist, but, but I know certainly this guy, um, he's got a, the TerraCycle CEO is one of my heroes and he's super cute too. <laughs> so if you know him, <laughs> no, our, our other most our other biggest breakthrough um, this week, real briefly, because it's it's science. But you know how everyone knows how turmeric is um, one of our favorite spices. Anti-inflammatory. Yes, yes, and inflammation, as most people know who read, um, is inflammation is probably the the biggest cause of serious disease in the world, in in our bodies. Uh, tox, of course, toxins, but inflammation, right? So turmeric is people take to turmeric sub, uh, supplements, but but it's really hard to get it to um, absorb, especially through the brain brain blood barrier uh, to go into your brain. And turmeric has been shown to help um, to to be able to break up those uh, plaques that cause. Alzheimer's. Well, science just came up with a, finally a way that turmeric can now be uh, absorbed is through nanoparticles. These are teeny weeny weeny particles. So they they create and it's not the turmeric, by the way. I should have said right away. It's that curcumin. What's it called? Mm. It's the it's the cumin. I mean, it's the cayenne cumin ingredient. It's the hotness. Anyway, it's cur curcumin. Curcumin. That's it. Uh, anyway, nanoparticles. Now it can uh, be absorbed uh, very well throughout, and they had ter terrific results on that. So that was a good breakthrough. I, I, I briefly, there because well, we want to keep this short and sweet. Remember, I was telling you earlier there was a spice, at, an article that I read that on GNN that I really liked. It was saffron. Oh, it was about how the dose of saffron is really good for sleeping. And so uh, after reading the article, I went and found a really good saffron uh, turmeric uh, supplement that uh, 
I'm gonna start taking. Yeah, the the Facebook people complained about saffron being expensive. But yeah. well, listen. At the end of the day, it's we're just reporting. People can decide what. They yeah, and, and instead of complain, just keep it to yourself if it's. <laughs> but actually, somebody said you can just grow crocuses because that's where it comes from. Those, the. Uh, I think that's what's interesting about you know you've been in you've been doing Good News Network for 27 years. Uh, well, sorry, 23. yeah, uh, 23 I'm in years. my 23rd year, yeah. And I've I've been trying to live a life of positivity and good news for a long time, but you know now that I'm you know partners with you on GNN, it's it's interesting to see, again, even when you're in a platform of good and you're trying to share good, it's amazing to me how some people just want to be negative, right? Or what's yeah. good news for one is not good news for the other. And I think, I think at the end of the day, what I just want to say about you and your team here, I really appreciate the fact that you guys got to stick to your guns. And this, at the end of the day, it's still a personal small company doing their best to get the good out there. And, you know, I think you have thick skin because you can't please everyone. And I think if everyone just understands that this is, this is the, your gift that you want to share with the world. And some people may not like it, but we're here to just live a life that we think is worth living. And uh, I just want to applaud you and your, and Thank people you. around GNN because it's not easy. It took me a while. Cause I'd get like, what? I can't believe people are complaining about this and this and yeah. this. And, yeah. I think if you have something good to say, the old adage, you know, if you have something good to say, say it. If you don't, you know, maybe take a beat. And yeah. so anyway. Keep scrolling. <laughs> keep scrolling. But Well, listen, uh, Jerry, let's just, uh, maybe we keep this to a simple 30 minutes for now. I know we're going to add some. Are we fun at 30? Stuff. Yeah, we're at 32. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And, it, and, and uh, we're going to try to keep this raw, no edits, just kind of make it real. Yeah, the lightning but, round. Yeah, let's do the lightning round, and then just let's do some parting remarks about okay. just what we're feeling right now. Okay. So, yeah, um, in future episodes, we'll do a little call-in here at this at this part of the show. Uh, but we thought Anthony wanted me to end with a segment I used to do on the Facebook Live show called the lightning round, um, where I would give little positive trends or factoids. Um, so I have a list here. And I thought I would start this uh, week with renewable energies. These are all stories that have been uh, around renewable energy. So let's go. Carbon emissions from energy production last year fell by the largest amount since at least 1990. It fell 2%. Global carbon emissions dropped 2% last year. Amazing. Good news. That is some good news right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. After a decade of historic growth, wind power is now the most used renewable energy source in the U.S. It surpassed um, hydro water dams, hydro energy. So wind power is now the most used re renewable. Uh, number three, JetBlue is going carbon neutral in 2020 on all domestic flights. The first major U.S. airline to do so. Number four. California celebrates reaching 1 million solar roofs milestone. They have a million solar roofs and their new focus is on 1 million solar batteries. Next, after five years of drought, Kenyan, the Kenya region finally gets clean water thanks to solar powered seawater plant. Yay. That's beautiful. No more drought for a Kenya region. 
And in China, China is now phasing out single-use plastics as early as this year. Phasing them out. And have you seen, by the way, in China, have you seen those images of how the pollution has just gotten so much better? Uh, yeah, right? The silver lining of the corona uh, economic slowdown yeah. is yeah, the air quality. Um, China, world's the world's biggest polluter, hits carbon goals 12 years early and sparks optimism. Their goals were to get um, low emissions out of their coal plants, lower emissions out of the coal plants, and they hit the goal 12 years early. And we saw this article or this these pictures. This guy would shoot a picture out of his Beijing high rise every day, and you could see the air clearing in a year yeah so. wild and that's my life well, listen round. jerry that is i love the lightning round it's just a <laughs> quick dose of positivity uh we are really excited about uh pushing this out we're going to promote it on facebook and our gnn site uh unlike what we did years ago with the facebook live this is audio only and so hopefully you guys can enjoy this on your phone or in, in, you know wherever you listen we're going to put on the podcast as well and uh yeah if we're going to try to create um, Jerry, we haven't done it yet, but I think we're going to, how are we, we want people to reach out to us if they want to, yeah, wanna I haven't done it call. yet. I'm going to, I'm going to create an email address. Cool. And so we'll post that on Facebook and our, our GNN. I actually own the domain name, the good news podcast. Perhaps I could make an email out of that or not. I don't know. Um, shout out to ocean park standoff, the band who let us use their fabulous good news song for our podcast. Love it. <laughs> Yes, and and our friend, um, you know, for letting uh, hooking us up with the um, getting that, no, getting the oh, rights. Oh well, I you'd have to know her name. I can't remember yeah. it. Uh, Julie. Hello. Julie. Yeah, Julie. <laughs> okay. Julie. Julie. Yeah, she really, she really did that intro for us. That was awesome. Yeah, she got us in touch with the band. They were so great. So I love that song, and I love our new form, our new long form podcast. And until awesome. next week, yes. May good we'll, bless. May good bless. Take care. Bye, Jerry. Bye. <laughs>